welcome to another episode of the Pirate Monk Podcast. And yes, we are coming to you practically live from high above the Mellow Mushroom in Metropolitan Franklin, Tennessee. And it's just it's just us Tennessee boys here today. Uh, I'm your host Nate Larkin here with our fearless peerless engineer Mondo Grimes and uh, Newton Domini, for whom we have yet really to choose an apt nickname. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's a dangerous. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. My, my my name has always been my nickname because you don't need a nickname when you're called Newton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's awkward enough as it is. <clears throat> well, Aaron is not with us. Uh, we got a text last night that he has a job in L.A. I don't even want to speculate as to what that job might be. Mm. Given Aaron, it could be anything. You ain't kidding, man. Yeah, yeah. You ain't kidding. Uh, so, uh, Aaron, who typically joins us from the left coast uh, via Skype and uh, punctuates the podcast with his unique brand of mm-hmm. sarcasm, yes, <laughs> yeah. is, uh, he's not with us. So we're going to have to supply humor, sarcasm, wisdom, just Done. the three of us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now that he's out the way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I, I've just I've just had a wonderful week. I can't even point to great highlights. It's just been it's been a steady, solid, uh, enjoyable week. Where I've had a, an opportunity to kind of be of service yeah. every day. Yeah, had people yeah. speak into my life every day. Had yeah. great conversations every day. Yeah, kind of see the movement of the unseen hand every day with these strange coincidences that line up that kind of uh-huh. help to bolster. That faith of mine that is stronger at some times than at others. That uh, there is actually someone making our path straight. So, how about you guys? What? What? How about you, Newton? How would you? How would you? Um, Monday was a recovery day for me, mm-hmm. um, and not in the sense of the theme song recovery. It was physical <laughs> recovery. Um, I uh, I was in Ann Arbor this weekend with our climbing team, uh-huh. uh, youth climbing team. Uh, we got the three-hour tour of the Cincinnati Interstate on the way up. Oh! Uh, we got stuck in all the snow. Um, it was it was just, it was a great trip. It was an exhausting trip. Uh, I didn't drive a whole lot. I worked a whole lot on my laptop. Mm-hmm. So I took Monday off. Um, went and saw Gravity, uh, which mm. was pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I thought it was a it was a good movie. Um, and then. Yesterday and, and I guess all week, kind of like you, I've had a couple of good conversations. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of guys that I am in a Silas relationship check in with me, and that just I, I told one of them this morning. It just it, when I tell him something, it's something I need to be reminding myself of. Right. Yeah. And so just being mindful of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've had a I've had a good week. It was cool, kind of getting a little bit of a a rest day, mm-hmm. and and being mindful that if I don't do that. I'm just going to be in a just a crappy mood, yeah, you know, yeah, and, and not yeah. in a good place. So, uh, but yeah, it's been a good week. It's been yeah, a good week. It's yeah. freezing, but it's been a good week. <laughs> yeah. 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 What do you, uh, yeah. The temperatures are awful. Right. Uh, it, of course, well, this all has to be perspective. It's a balmy 25 degrees out. Yeah. Oh, Although yeah. I looked, I, I saw today that you know, in in the town where I grew up, they got three feet of snow today. So <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, I guess it's all perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd take the snow. 
I would take no. snow. No, 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 no ice, just snow. I would take <laughs> no. snow and at least get some payoff well, for it after being the 15 snow. degrees outside. Hey, after the snow, you're going to get that nasty slush. <laughs> like, screw that. Yeah, you yeah. get two things with snow. <laughs> this with, with ice is, is melted and gone. You're well, talking like a guy who grew up in Detroit. Well, absolutely. <laughs> true. I'll shovel too much slush in my day. <laughs> Broken my back several times. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm doing cool, dude. Uh, same thing. Good week. Um, been pretty productive. Yeah. Um, I had some good conversations with some, some guys that I've caught up with. It seems like we've had similar weeks. Yeah. Um, overall, pretty good, you know. Uh, excited for what's coming up in the next few weeks before the holidays. You know, yeah. of course, it's so crazy how it's Christmas already. Right. Yeah. Um, so ramping up for that, I yeah. uh, just realized that uh, Christmas shopping has not happened. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thanks so, for the reminder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, thanks, thanks pretty sweet, man. That's good. Cool. Well, our, uh, our guests for today had to cancel. Mm. But we did not cancel the show because... No, we did not. No, this is no. Samson. And yeah. we're, we're making our, uh, uh, a commitment here. Today. We're like the post office. <laughs> Rain, sleet, or snow. (laughs) Guest or not. Uh, That's right. Samson never sleeps. (laughs) We're doing our very best to be... uh, We know that there are folks out there who, uh, for one reason or another, are not part of a regular Samson group, and they're they're, they're hurting for relationships, and and this podcast is a lifeline to those guys and women. So we want to make sure we throw the lifeline out. So here's what we're going to do when we come back in a minute. We're gonna we're gonna reach into the way 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 back machine. Mm. We're gonna go all the way back to the nineteenth of November two thousand nine. Whoa! The very <laughs> first episode. Oh man! Of the Pirate Monk podcast. It's gonna sound like transistor radio. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an episode that actually uh, was only up briefly. Yeah. Uh, there were uh, there was a bit of a furor here in town after it uh, made its debut on the internet, and uh, for some various political reasons, we had to take it down. But four years have passed. Scandalous. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the winds uh, have subsided. We think maybe it's safe to put it up again. We were trying to be careful then. We concealed the identity of the guest. Yes. The guest, that first podcast, and by the way, you'll hear the voice of David Mullen, who was the co-host of the uh, of the podcast in those days, really has responsibility for getting the thing rolling. We've got to give David props. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and he conducted the interview with Mr. X. Mm. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we'll be back in just a second. Uh, David's interview with Mr. X. See if you recognize the voice. We'll be back in just a moment here on the Pirate Monk Podcast. Oh, a pirate's life is a wonderful life for roaming over the sea. Give me a career as a buccaneer. It's the life of a pirate for me. Oh, the life of a pirate for me. Welcome back to uh, SamsonSociety.org's initial inaugural podcast on Pirate Radio here, Pirate Radio Podcast. Pirate Radio. As it were. We have a guest with us today. We'll just call him Mr. X. Mr. X. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. X. And um, uh, we're going to do this as much as we can. We just want, you know, so much of what Samson is about is about people sharing their story. Me knowing your story, you knowing my story. 
And we want you to hear other people's stories so that you can be encouraged that you're not alone, yeah. uh, encouraged mm-hmm. that uh, there's uh, ways of escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and one of those stories is, is Mr. X's story. And uh, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so you um, have recently gone through a divorce, mm-hmm. and uh, that was sort of predicated by some behavioral... Some extracurricular activities that's that were right. inappropriate. That's right. So... Um, yeah. Uh, at first, uh, I think everybody just thought it was just a one-off, just a, mm-hmm. uh, uh, mm-hmm. having an affair with one woman. Mm-hmm. But then it ended up being much deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, you want to start more about how it even came up anyway? Yeah. I, 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 where, where did you find it coming up? Um, well, part of it was uh, internalizing all my frustrations and, and pain and hurt from the marriage, uh, and not really having an outlet, you know, talking to uh, a friend or two about some of the basic bullets, but not really getting, you know, dirty and talking about the, the real deal about where I was, mm-hmm. um, you know, over a long period of time, just hiding how I felt and just kind of playing the game, you know, acting happy, mm-hmm. acting like the, the perfect couple, you know, playing, the, playing the role pretty much. Right. Um, but inside, you know, tore up, you yeah. know, just frustrated, feeling like, you know, life is a, is a big L, you know. And uh, and through certain, you know, when over time that mat, you start putting stuff under the mat and it starts building up and building up. And you think it's you think you threw it away, but you're really right. putting it under the mat and and you find that your fuse is getting shorter and shorter mm-hmm. and shorter mm-hmm. um, and certain things happen in the marriage comments actions things like that where you know I clicked you know I just totally said I don't give a damn anymore mm-hmm. I'm gonna do what I want when I feel like it and don't care who says what mm-hmm. you know um, of course you know that kind of my frame leads to nowhere good right. <laughs> you know um, and in the instance of like total Disclosure. Yeah. And stuff. Like before you got married, mm-hmm. you had been fairly promiscuous. Um, is that true or is that not true? Um, before. Before you got married. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before I got married, I was, you know, as guys would say, doing your thing. Doing your thing. You know, and, and you were, uh, and uh, but you were still a believer and all that during mm-hmm. this time. Yep. Yeah. Still, yeah, and still so, a believer. Still, you know, playing. You know, hey, I'm, I'm great. Right. But, you know, but. Behind the scenes, I'm doing what I want to do. So even as a single guy, one of your ways of dealing with, I don't know, pressure or just like uh, your females. maleness was female. Females, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it was it was an easy thing because it just never came difficult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, you know, I didn't really have to seek. Like, it would take more work to find a drug than it would for me to get a woman. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I mean? So right. it, for me, it was just an easy, hey, well, let me go to the store, to the mall, and and take Talk care of it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It was really that simple. Um, so yeah. that was kind of my easy way to do it. So, but you, did you sort of assume when you got married then that that would sort of just like go away, kind of? Yeah, I did. you'd have, that, to, that's have that, it on the regular. And, that's yeah. the lie I told myself. <laughs> yeah, that's the lie I told myself. You know, I, I told myself, well, you know, all right, I can, I can do this. I can I can chill out and, and, and be, you know, monogamous and do what I have to do. And, um, and I was. You know, and I don't not saying I didn't have thoughts, being honest about it, not saying I didn't have thoughts, not saying that times of traveling, right. um, times sure. when I lived in Atlanta, 
uh, and the wife was uh, at home. Mm-hmm. You know, and Atlanta's a, for a single guy, it's a very dangerous place. Yeah. You know, kind uh, of a Vegas of the South. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and so you know, but even even those times, you know, had thoughts. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and especially in the moment of argument and disagreement, you definitely start kind of pushing on a little bit, like seeing. How far can my thoughts take me without being inappropriate? But your thought is already inappropriate anyway. But you right. kind of keep lying to yourself, thinking that you just kind of keep, you know, going along the line. But but during the marriage, everything, you know, for the most part, uh, was was fine, you know. Uh, but still had that that okay, I'm kind of tired of dealing with this and right. And and that's where my selfishness really. You know, you you mentioned that earlier mm-hmm. in the podcast about selfishness. It's ironic because that's what really I think a lot of my my stuff came from, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with that. It's like, you know, I'm not going to write my life off as an L. Right. Because of this woman. Right. So let me live it up, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, of course, that led to more bad thoughts and bad decisions. <laughs> right. And bad decisions, but. So did you, um, you, uh, how, how far into the marriage were you when you just, you know, you said, "Well, I just don't really care anymore," and mm-hmm. and that I'm just gonna I need to go into self-preservation mode here. And it was three and a half years. Three and a half years into yeah, marriage. three and a half years, and um, and bef- so before then, you what? You're not doing anything. You're just white knuckling it, yeah, holding on yeah, for dear life. Yeah, just holding on for dear life, white knuckling mm-hmm. it, man. Just you know, frustrated now and having conversations here and there. Again, right. very surface though. And, and and for me, the, I think the biggest thing that I want to take a little side, you know, bar and, and say, this is the biggest thing about Samson that was huge because mm-hmm. I was searching for people to actually dump my stuff on. So what you do is start testing folks. Right. You know, you start bringing up surface conversations to see how, how safe it is. How safe it is, yeah. Right. How, or not how, safe. <laughs> or how not safe, yeah. <laughs> and how far you can actually go with individuals. Mm-hmm. And um, and I would probably say 100% of the people that I met outside of Samson were people that, I couldn't talk to mm-hmm. because immediately, like Nate was talking about earlier, but the judgment came or or interrupted me in the story and taking the, taking my the whole conversation left. Right. You know, it was it always became something else. And what you need to do is see. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. instruction without knowing the whole story, mm-hmm. or not really. I'm trying to understand the the root issue, but you want to deal with the action, but not really deal with where it's coming from. Right. And so that was a big issue for me. So I really didn't feel safe. And so three and a half years in. You know, of course, white knuckling it to that point, and um, I believe it was actually nine months before I really acted out physically, where my mind was gone. I was just like, if it, could, I wasn't looking for it, mm-hmm. but if it came along, I was accepting it. That was another lie I told myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to look, but if it comes along, I'm not going to walk past it. Right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, and so, you know, of course, you know, and it's so weird how how this stuff works, man, but... You know, not to be all super spiritual, but I think when you're going through stuff like that, that's when your phone starts ringing and that yeah. Facebook with those old school girlfriends. And no, we have an enemy. And yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And it's crazy, man. I mean, girlfriends from college 10 years ago right. finding me and people in Atlanta that I saw at one event, you know, or whatever, you know, just out the blue. And I'm right. having all these conversations. So what that's doing is, is, is softening the whole mindset of, oh, well, it's not that bad. It's just conversations. Right. You know, right. I'm just talking. Oh, it's just yeah. an email. Well, we just had coffee. Right. You know, see, they went from just talking on the phone not to seeing them. Right, to seeing them, to having coffee. Yeah, to having coffee. coffee now to having lunch. To having lunch, to lunch having to dinner. dinner. <laughs> <laughs> now it's dark, you know what I mean? And now you're forced to make decisions, you right. know what I mean? Yeah. So, so 
you know, it started really somewhat innocent, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know, and then it just kind of progressed. Um, and I started kind of pushing that, pushing it further and further and further along. And uh, and then eventually, you know, getting to the point where something came by, I was like, okay, not passing that up. Mm-hmm. Let me take advantage of it, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, and how many times did that actually happen, like? Then once you once once you open Pandora's box, like uh, once a mm, like you had one like I don't know you know lover or oh, whatever, yeah. or did you have like like multiple lovers? Or well, like, it was multiple. Oh, okay. It, it was it was multiple. Um, a lot of what you would call one offs mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, like um, one night stand. Yeah, one night stand. So yeah. It was, uh, not just relational, but also one night stands. Right. But it was relational also. Well, it started just with the one night stands. Okay. And then when the one came by that it, I thought could be relational, right. That's when I put it in park. Oh. Okay. And I said, okay, well, you know, let me chill all the other crap out and just stick to this. Okay. You know, mind you, I'm not even thinking about what's at home. Right. My, you know, my mind, I'm living there physically, but right. my mind is totally somewhere else and right. hard and everything, which is gone. Well, it's parked there for and then in the meantime at home, uh, trying to fix it, you, know, you and your wife would try to have kids and mm-hmm. sort of thing. So mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. uh, two mm-hmm. kids at this point, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, or children anyway. And um, and so that's that's kind of the situation at home. Mm-hmm. Uh a very aggravating, yeah. hardcore, legalistic type mm-hmm. uh, bride, mm-hmm. and uh, and two kids who have not solved the problem, but probably exacerbated it somewhat. You know, made right. it worse. Right. And uh, so now you found you've gone through these relationships. Now, were you like hungry for the sex uh, and the release, or mm-hmm. were you hungry for relationships? Or I was, I was hungry for relationships. Uh, I think that's always been my thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Even having conversations with my father uh, during this whole process, mm-hmm. you know, he he's a lot like you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a realist, and he, he's just gonna say, "Well, you know, let me just gonna call you out on something." So you've always seemed like you've had to have a girlfriend. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Dad, like, man, yeah, get you. He, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. He's like, it's always seemed to say every time I turn around, here come another girl on the door. You know, like, you know, and whether it be you're serious or not, but it always seemed like you just wanted female relationship. Right. And Can you not be alone and right. for a given length of time and right. be fulfilled? Right, and and I, you know, I mentioned to him. He said, well, and, and he remembered there was a period of time before I met, you know, the wife. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I was single and no relationship, whether it be engagement, girlfriend, or anything, for you know three three four years. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, it was just me, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any problem with it as far as you know yearning and trying to seek out relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at the time, I think it was just more focused just trying to figure out who I was in the world, mm-hmm. you know, and just, you know, getting out of college. And so my focus was a little different at that time. But then once you start getting a grip of that, you say, okay, I kind of kind of figure out where my place is. Mm-hmm. Now let me see who can join me in this journey. Mm-hmm. You start looking for that relationship. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's when I met the, the, the wife okay. in, in that process of, okay, who can, you know... Um, but even you know moving forward, even till you know the uh, you know the women, it was more relational than it was about the, about the sex. I mean, I probably if, if you if you were to say if you would compare sexual actions compared to conversations, right. which some people would say both of those are cheating. Okay, so you say yeah. 
it would the relations and talking outweigh the sex oh, yeah. majorly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's so I you know, I've started realizing that, you know, after having a conversation with my, my father it was like, Man, you know, maybe it is the relationship aspect and it's not over here. Cause I never really felt that it was the sex part of it. I always felt that it was just I just enjoyed the relationship part right. of it. Right. Just want somebody to want me. Yeah, all just that. Want somebody to like uh think I'm it, I'm attractive, I'm oh, okay. the whole nine, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And so, uh, what are those four motivating things? Mad, sad, glad, afraid. and afraid. Okay, mm-hmm. so those, those most, uh, most everything, well, probably everything we do is yeah. motivated by one of those four. Which, yeah. which one of those four would you say was the thing that motivated you to go into uh, that, outside, outside, outside of marriage? marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mad. Mad. You were, and what were you mad about? Um, what was it? Mad, sad, afraid. Mad, sad, glad, and afraid. afraid. I'll say mad and afraid. Mad and afraid. Those what two. were you afraid of? Um, of my life being a, a loss, like I was stuck in this thing with mm-hmm. somebody that I mean, I, you know, I, I really felt myself slipping into a depression because I, I felt, uh, you know, which is for somebody like me, people who know me would never think that I would be a depressed guy, right? You know, and I find myself just changing, you know, because I really thought that, okay, I'm in this legalistic legalistic marriage with legalistic people around it, I'm in this system, this community of people, such and such, and I'm stuck. Mm. And my life is over. I just have to just chalk it up as a L, take it on the chin, and keep rolling. And mad because? And because when that lingers on, mm. that afraid, and over time, starts getting to being upset. Right. And that you're the person who made me like got me in this situation. Yeah, it's like yeah, exactly. And I get mad at myself too because yeah. of a lot of decisions I made, you know, obviously. So you know, it's not totally on the other person, but mm-hmm. you just get mad about everything, the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And you look at the statements that are made, and you know, um, just just mad about life. Mm-hmm. Just like this is not what I signed up for. Right. This is not when I put my name. <laughs> this is not what I was. No, this is exactly what I was trying to avoid. But right. now I'm in it, and so you know a lot of my actions came out of being upset and being being afraid of, you know, um, man, this is this is my life, mm. and part of me justifying not only justifying my ignorant plan, if I had one, was okay. I'm upset and I'm afraid. We know why I'm afraid because I feel like I'm taking a loss in my life, and then the other side is I'm mad. So what do I do to get out? Mm. Something very drastic, right? Because having sitting down around legalistic people and the community people that we're around to sit down and have a conversation to say, hey, I really want to leave, ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. You need to do something. Right. So you either were going to leave emotionally where you're just like doing your own thing and right. you're leaving that way. Right. Or you'll get caught and right. you'll get kicked out and mm. uh, and and leave that way. So, so on yeah. that tip, like yeah. how did the, the whole thing end up? Uh, well, it ended up well. I ended up having a relationship with a with a woman, and uh, and it ended up coming out. And you know, it's with through a, through a lot of investigation and digging of certain individuals, uh, trying to find out what what, what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the information came out, and then it started becoming okay. You know, now we need to sit down with you and talk about you know why you're doing this. What, you know. What's going on with you? Let's talk about all the details of what you were doing and why. Mm-hmm. Let's get the, the girl in here and then talk to her about it and all this kind of stuff. And um, 
and you know how are we gonna you know get you and your wife back together? Mm-hmm. You know how is that gonna work? Let's put a process in place. You know, but see, you see all these things I just said. Right. They're not addressing the, the root. root. Yeah. It's 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 putting a band aid. Okay, how can we mask this action that you did? How can we take care of the symptoms? Yeah, take care of the mm-hmm. symptoms and say, okay, hey, yeah, you did this. Don't do it anymore. Right. Okay. Well. The issue is still there. It's going to happen again. Right. And that's the one thing. I mean, call me being, you know, an ass, but I kept saying that. If you continue this counseling process, it's going to happen again. Right. I mean, I'm going to just warn you now, you know, because we're not addressing the issue. We're not getting down there deep. Yeah. Well, because what happens is when you do something that drastic that trumps all other another person's action, mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to trump that. Adultery is hard to really, <laughs> you know. So all the focus in the spotlight is on, on you. you. Yeah. So, of course, the problem is you. They want to address you and only you, and there's no focusing on the marriage. Right. Which is both of us. I didn't marry myself. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we need to address me, but we also need to address the other party if we're going to talk about a marriage. So, I think there's three conversations. A marital conversation, a conversation with the man, and a conversation with the wife. Not just mm. one conversation. Yeah. And so, so for me, it, that process got me more upset and so they disagree with you and ultimately oh, yeah. they yeah well they, they ultimately they you know kicked me out of the church mm-hmm. uh, and uh, publicly mm-hmm. in front of about 1200 people mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and which i knew was a process that they do or whatever but uh they did that um and while even telling you know my my friends and guys that are walking with me that they wouldn't do it right but then turned around the next day and actually did it mm-hmm. um which is a whole nother whole nother, whole nother conversation, yeah. but um, but it, it resulted in that it resulted in a lot of blackballing too. Mm-hmm. I think just in even in career wise, um, yeah. uh, just community. reputation, community, yeah. a lot of you know a lot of people pulling away. And the thing that I found is that you really find out who your friends are when the crap hits the fan. Mm-hmm. You know, you really find you know people your your friends are the folks that that plug in, not pull out when you get in trouble when something happens. So you only want to be around me when things are good. Right, because, yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, I get why you did what you did. Yeah. I think what you did was horrible. Right, yeah. I mean, it was terrible. And I would agree with you. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I do get it. Right. And uh, so I have these two things. What you did was horrible, and I love you. Yeah. You know, so I can either, like, come alongside of you and say, um, why are you acting so horribly right and and let's 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 explore that and let's let's walk alongside each other and figure that out or i can say you know get away from me because you when you stand next to me just by osmosis you make me look bad so just you know yeah and that's the interesting thing man that's what i I expected what you just said the first thing was you know hey all right yeah i'm up yeah i don't agree with what you did however i love you how can i help yeah you're wrong but how can i help that's what I was expecting from mm-hmm. certain individuals, and now when I didn't get it, it fueled the anger even more. Right. Um, and so, what happened when you got even more angry? Um, it, it it developed into me just totally unplugging, shutting down, shutting down. I'm not. I'm even not hearing what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not about. hearing what you're saying. I'm not talking to you. Even if it's right. I, even yeah. if it's right, I'm not yeah. talking to you. I'm not. Uh-huh. You know, um, totally unplugging 100. And and over time, because I unplugged, that kind of eggs people off to stop meddling with you even more because mm-hmm. they want to know they don't know what they want to know you right. know so they start you know picking and prodding and trying to find out certain things and um and in that process i got even more quiet and more quiet but then i started giving warnings 
Mm. To be honest, now, mm. now, now, this is kind of a to me where it was becoming a, a manly, prideful slash protecting mm. myself kind of thing. At this point, it's like okay, we dealt with this thing, mm -hmm. and we it didn't work out well, so leave it alone. Right. Go your way, I go my way. Right. But to keep meddling, it became it, it got personal. Right. You know, it got really personal, and um, you know where you know a year and a half later, right. you're still hearing and dealing with some of the same old crap from right. people who should be worrying about other things going on in their flock. Right. So today, you're involved with another uh, body mm -hmm. uh, who's aware of right. your situation. Right. Who's been in contact with your old congregation. Mm -hmm. And so everything's kind of above board. And well, where, where, where are you at today? Like, uh, what, what? are you in danger? I mean, you're, I think any of us who have done these kind of things yeah. are in danger. But, like, yeah. you personally, where are you at with all that? What well, are you putting in place? What boundaries do you got going on? Yeah, that? well, the, the process, I think, what when I found myself getting vengeful and getting upset mm -hmm. and wanting to do things to mm -hmm. people and be honest about it. Just physically hurt them. Oh, yeah. whatever. Yeah, whatever it may be. I mean, mm -hmm. um, I said, okay, I need to get plugged in. Yeah. You know, I need, I need to get plugged into a body somewhere. And uh, so I started attending a church and, of course, walking on eggshells. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people in, that, in the new body already knew me. Right. And a lot of them already knew my business. Mm -hmm. So, of course, I'm walking on eggshells thinking that's like spying cameras on me when I walk in the door, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but then, you know, after the, when I decided, okay, I'm going to start attending here on a regular, I set up a meeting with the pastors, um, who I didn't know very well. I knew the senior pastor uh, from prior you know, situations, you know, friends or whatever. Uh, but I decided to set up a meeting with them to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in saying, look, this is who I am. You're going to catch wind that I'm here. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's probably going to be some mess that comes up. I want you to hear from me first. Mm -hmm. So I sat with them. You know, we met, talked to them. Um, and then, of course, like I said, there was a phone call made to the new body. Mm -hmm. Now, how that got resolved was the, the new leadership told me, like, look, you know, we're here for you, but we want to see, you know, how, how much you're willing to submit to us. Mm -hmm. Would you be willing to write that exit letter? Mm -hmm. of where you are today mm -hmm. to the old leadership because they're working off a memo from a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. All they know is what they saw when I walked out the office. Mm -hmm. So they don't know the progress of the last 18 months right. and where I am. So I did that and you know, under their, their request. Mm -hmm. um, and I had actually thought about doing it anyway. Mm -hmm. So it kind of was, for me, it was a confirmation of mm -hmm. maybe I should go ahead and do this. So mm -hmm. I wrote the letter, um, Got an ugly response back, but that wasn't. It wasn't really about getting a response. It was more about the pastors. New pastors want to see: Are you willing to fall under our leadership and do what we're asking you to do? Because we mm -hmm. believe how you exit one building is how you enter another. Mm -hmm. So, would you be willing to do that so we can protect you? We know your story. We know what's going on. We know the truth. We know everything you're doing. You told us everything. We confirmed it with other people. We know what's happening, and we, now we can help right. and just walk with you. Uh, and we're not gonna. And tell me a little bit. You know that group that you told me you were meeting with, um, um, uh, the husband and wife, and two, two husbands and two wives that you were meeting with. A uh, little bit about that. What's that? What's, uh, what's that look like? Like recently. The, yeah, the recently. Ocean, yeah. Um, that it's actually pretty healthy because uh, it's a uh, couples that have gone through similar things mm -hmm. that I've that I've gone through um, and understand and get it mm -hmm. but have made it mm -hmm. you know but they're very open about, about it about it mm -hmm. yeah i mean almost where it's awkward mm -hmm. 
because they, I mean, they'll do it in front of each other. Right. You know? sweating it. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like having like a little mini Samson with the wives in the room. Wow. You know, it's, it's really intense. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll have these conversations, and it's helpful because I'm able to, you know, get things off my chest. Mm-hmm. However, these are these are people that are walking with me in the new body. The new pastors know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very loving and, and open and saying, okay, look, hey, we know you're jacked up. Come on. Come with us. Right. It's that approach. First, oh, you're jacked up. Okay, we're going to have to hold off on your membership until we figure out if you're if we can tolerate you. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but now they were like, man, you know, come on. And even the, the, the couples, I mean, it was just, you know, getting together, you know, after Sunday Sunday service or um, uh, Wednesday, you know, having having dinner on Applebee's or wherever we go mm-hmm. and uh, and having these these conversations. And it's not like we sit down and it's all deep and everybody's got a serious face. Mm-hmm. You really just talk about the truth of where you are and what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, that's been very helpful as well. Um but, you know, the, the new church has been great, man. I mean, just in the sense of, and I don't mean great in the sense of just patting me on the shoulder. Yeah. Saying, oh, you're, you know, it's. Just in, uh, coming alongside. Yeah, coming alongside. And, you know, they want to make sure that they could could stand up for me. Because, you know, if, if anyone had any sort of opinion, well, is he really doing this? He would really, say, yeah, he's doing X, Y, Z, this and that. Uh, he's doing great. He's mm-hmm. serving. He's getting involved. We talk to him regular. You know, blase blase. Mm-hmm. He's walking with these people. He's in this church group. He's in. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's plugged in. Versus, I'm not just at a body to say I'm at a church and then hiding. Right. You know, so there's a, there's quite a few people in the new body that they just. So if I'm out. hearing you right, it's um like full disclosure. Yep. Um, walking alongside somebody who's a pastoral type person, right? But also, mm-hmm. um. Your Silasy type people are are these couples right. that you walk with, and they're pretty much committed to traveling with you down this road, and right. and, uh, and then uh, and uh, and having regular meetings with different people like that. Yeah, and uh, be, and also uh, heard you say serving, serving. which is a really huge thing. man, huge. I mean, that, for me, that's that's been a big part of you know feeling like part of the body is actually functioning as a part mm-hmm. of it not just sitting there doing nothing you know what i mean it's actually functioning one thing that i think was uh interesting i know we're, are we running long we're you can take okay, your time okay. bro all right. your time. <laughs> um you know, it's interesting that throughout my process of the last 18 months man what's helped me just as much as all the other stuff we just talked about as far as just understand why i need relationship and mm-hmm. all this other stuff and you know understanding why this certain thing What's helped me just as much as all the pastors in the church is talking to other men who have, ironic, have come to me asking me what they should do. Mm. It's strange. I've had it happen three times Mm. where, actually, no, four, four times, where guys have called me knowing my stuff Mm -hmm. and have said, hey, man, uh, no one knows about what I'm doing yet. I hope they don't know or don't find out. Mm. But... uh, so you by know, virtue of you being outed, you become a safe place. I've become a safe place right. because yeah, because people know my stuff, and mm-hmm. so you know, I, I mean, cats my age. I mean, one guy's fifty-one from your old body, also. Yeah. Well, there you go. From the from the old church, mm-hmm. and and, and others just from you know in around. the community around yeah, or whatever, sure. and so, but it's been therapeutic for me as well, not only just for these guys, but it's allowed me to just be open outside of. 
you know, a Samson or this, these married couples or with the pastors, mm-hmm. you know. Making true that old statement that says, you know, I'm just a beggar in need of bread, trying to show other beggars where the bread is. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because honestly, man, it's like the, my comfort level to talk about what I did, where I am, where I'm going. It's just I'm just at ease with it. I don't. Before I'd probably be bobbing and weaving and dodging and and umming and ah and trying to figure out how not to answer what you're asking me. Right. You know, you know. Right. <laughs> so, but you know, now my comfort level is so it's just I'm so at ease to mm-hmm. to talk about it because there's nothing to be ashamed of in the sense of um, of of guilt, of, of guilt yeah. and in yeah. understanding that okay, you you've made mistakes, but there is there are options for healing. There are mm-hmm. paths to move forward, so you don't have to live in that guilt and get depressed about it and be ashamed of being human mm-hmm. and understand that we do fall. Right. You know, and just just admit, yeah, I fell, but this is how I'm... See, you just don't wallow. You say you don't wallow in it. Right. Yeah, I fell, but I'm going this way. Right. And that's exactly what's been keeping me, you know, uh, moving, man. So. Well, we appreciate you sharing your story, Mr. Uh, X. Mr. X. X-Man. Yes. And, uh... And, uh... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh... And, uh, you know, I ho- I'm sure there's somebody today that heard your story yeah. that has not told their story, and mm-hmm. hopefully they'll be encouraged to. I hope so, man. It's a, it's a freeing, uh, freeing place to be once you get, you'll know. And no one can really tell you what that place is, but you'll know. But you just got you got to get on the path, though. You can't get on and sit mm-hmm. on the bench. You're listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast on SamsonSociety.org. Well, that, there it was. That was the interview portion of the very first podcast. Uh, November 19th, 2009. Mr. X is in the house. We'll be back in just a moment to have a follow-up conversation here on the Pirate Monk Podcast. Well, Mondo, what was it like? What was it like for you to, uh, was it a little deja vu? What was it like to hear your voice again? Uh, it felt like I was listening to another man that sounds like me. Uh-huh. Um, it's interesting because it, it causes me to, to think about where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, not just in the heat of everything, mm-hmm. but in the middle of that interview. Because I'm, to be honest with you, I still sound, to me, I sound unsettled. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I sound uh, still searching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely don't sound stable all right. as, as, as much as I am today. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so I noticed a lot of differences. I, know, I noticed there wasn't a, a calmness. Mm-hmm. over me at all mm-hmm. uh, there was still a little bit of bobbing and weaving going on yeah yeah <laughs> um, yeah so basically I'm saying it sounds like to some degree that guy's full of it a little bit still huh. uh-huh. um, and uh, and more not necessarily about the details of the situation mm-hmm. but the details around me yeah and, uh-huh. who I, and who I am yeah 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 um I think there was there's still a piece of I won't say denial, but parts I haven't discovered yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um so um the first time I listened to it, uh, before today, um, I was by myself. I actually stumbled upon it. And 
and hit play and I heard my voice. You know, anytime you hear your voice, a recorded voice of mm-hmm. you, it's like, yeah. whoa, okay, what, what is this? And you start listening. What was I talking about? And you're like, oh, yeah, I remember this, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I started listening to it, and, and honestly, I just felt really heavy yet uh, happy mm-hmm. yet it was a, it was a pull uh, yeah. in two different directions i felt um, very grateful mm-hmm. to what god has done in my life since then yeah yeah also felt <clears throat> very humbled in the fact that i'm not as far as i thought i was mhm mhm <laughs> yeah <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was some pulls man yeah. um and it really caused me to look at what I was saying and analyze it again. Yeah. And say, yeah. Okay, how do I feel about that today? Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. I if would I answer those questions the same? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the questions when I say this, I'm talking about the questions about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, not the details. Not yeah. my ex. Not the church and all that. But how what about me? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, those are the things that I can answer. Uh, with the most, uh, I guess, accurate perspective. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can't answer for anyone else outside. I'm with me every day. I, I can't. <laughs> right. I, I can't. I can't escape me. Yeah. And nobody knows me like me. And yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so I can't answer for all those other intangibles and all those other variables out there that I can't yeah. control. Yeah. Uh, with other people or institutions or whatever. Um, uh, it just, it's interesting, man. It's mm-hmm. really interesting, yeah. uh, to say the least. So. You. So you said, you know, that when you listened to it earlier in the week or last week, that it, you were aware of how, how far you hadn't come. Yeah. Like, where are you today? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, I mean, like looking at you, I can tell, yeah. like, it did something to you emotionally listening to that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, yeah. where, where, where are you today with, I guess with that? Yeah. You know? Well, uh, it saddens me to some degree because, you know, you, you hear a truth about your life. Yeah. I don't think you ever get, like, a, a fuzzy feeling hearing about some bull <laughs> crap that you did. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, that's unrealistic. Yeah. I, mean, I don't care. Yeah. Well, after 50 years, you're not going to think about, yeah. well, when I did that, hey, and smile, you're not going right. to. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's still going to hurt. It's still going to hurt. And there's some, you know, there's still that inkling of disappointment you get it's like man I, damn it i wish i would have handled that better yeah. yeah man i wish i wouldn't have done that yeah i don't care how much time has gone by you're gonna you're gonna feel that to some degree yeah. yeah uh and like i said then it's like i was making the choice not to wallow in it now i'm not wallowing in it now right but you just look back and just say man that was some effed up shite you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like and, yeah. and, and it's like how do i you know it's like man okay you know but then you keep it moving to look at where are you today and yeah um but it also reminds me uh, of of God's grace. It reminds me of just man. I, it just since then, looking at then to now, just how many things that have happened to me uh, based upon a change of attitude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, change of perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, how my heart has changed towards the people at the church. Yeah. Well. How my heart has changed towards my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I really believe that tough fleshly decision mm-hmm. has manifested itself in a lot of tangible, practical ways in my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that change of like, I mean, nobody wants to like somebody who you you had a disagreement with. 
Right. Yeah. That's not. That's a choice. Right. Yeah. That's not a. You know, you fall out with people, then you just don't wake up one day loving them and liking them. Yeah. That that you actually have to make a choice to do that, and I've made the choice to to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding uh, my ex and mm-hmm. regarding uh, her family, mm-hmm. the church, all that. I've made a choice to respectfully love them and appreciate them for who they are. Yeah. Um, now it doesn't mean that they're my Silas. It doesn't right. mean that we're yeah. buddy buddy. Yeah. It doesn't mean any of that. However, um, I had to realize that they are God's kids like I am. Yeah. 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 And and I believe from that perspective they view me the same then. Mhm. And 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 we're trying to handle my situation based upon their belief system at the time yeah. because in their eyes I'm a child of God too so yeah. how can we best help him yeah 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 <clears throat> um, so it just really helped me change my perspective on uh, all the players involved yeah. Uh, yeah it really helped me as I see people around town uh, not want to beat their ass yeah. But, yeah yeah but smile at them and speak to them yeah yeah how you doing and yeah you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I guess I've just, I'm at a point where I've gotten over myself. <laughs> yeah. To the point where, like, man, you know what? Life is too short for me to be walking around my drawers in a bunch mm-hmm. over whether I think you like me or not. Yeah. yeah. Right. Who yeah. gives a rip, man? Yeah. Like, yeah. like, it's more to life than, than that hot moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do believe that uh, there's so many obvious things in my life right now um, that are evidence of that change of perspective and that change of attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I, it's how do I feel now? I, I feel I feel good, but it has definitely put me in a reflective state again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, of self-examination. You know, wh- where are you, man? You yeah. Know, yeah. Be, be, be straight with yourself now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I said, it, it shows you how far you haven't come. Because after a while, you know, yeah. you, time goes on, you start feeling yourself a little bit. Yeah. Like, man, I'm sweet. Like, I, right. I'm doing good. I'm on this. I'm mm-hmm. awesome. This and that. And then some something like a recorded like podcast a four-year-old interview yeah. can can remind you, or give you that reference yeah. of the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, and, it, and it, I, I'm guessing it probably reminds you mm-hmm. when you're talking about the emotions and all those things yeah. from four years ago. Mm-hmm. You can think, you know, I was like that. I reacted that way two weeks ago about something. Or yeah. right. Whatever. Yeah. Right. It, it shows you kind of, you know, where's the, where has there been improvement? Yeah. Where are you sucking still? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and all that, man. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm glad we have it. Yeah. Um, on on tape. You know, that way mm-hmm. I can I can revisit it. Uh, yeah. I think that's that's a blessing. I think in that whole situation with that podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. You know, I don't think everybody has a recorded. Audio version yeah. of them talking about their stuff while in the middle of it. You know right. what I mean? Like, so the fact that you know, I, I look at it as a blessing. And that when I brought it up to you, like, hey, yeah. I, I found it. You know, what do you think about bringing it up? Because yeah. as I alluded to in in that recording, uh, I have found, as you've said many times, Nate. You know, the very thing that that Satan will use to take you down, mm-hmm. God will flip it and use that thing as your platform. Yeah. yeah. And and I found that over over the years. Uh, several men or families or mm-hmm. wives searching for uh, me to reach out to their husbands. Yeah. Uh, 
And it's so weird because I'm thinking, why the hell do you want to talk to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's kind of what Dave and I were talking about was, you know, well, I'm a safe place. Yeah, right. And um, and I, I resisted it for a while, mm-hmm. you know. But then after a while, when your phone just keeps blowing up and emails blowing up and texts yeah. blowing up and people showing up and yeah. now you got pastors referring people to me, you yeah, got yeah, this yeah. and that and the other. Yeah. It's like, yeah. all right, man, yeah, I'm here, you yeah. know. Because here's the thing, man. Here's the deal. If if you are a man or a woman who has gone through that hot seat experience, yeah, and you've come out of it, there's the God's put you on a path and you're moving forward, and you didn't get the conversations while you were in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. When you come out of the hot seat, don't don't walk away or give somebody else the opportunity to have a conversation. Yeah, like you know, afford people the opportunity to have a sit down yeah. and to be able to talk because there there's a perspective that you have by being in that hot seat that right. somebody who hasn't they don't have that perspective. Yeah. Right? Right. So, and I've I've met people who they they'll go through their stuff and they kind of just stay quiet about it and they don't. Yeah. And if if you have opportunity to help somebody else, man, I. That's what keeps me talking about it. That's yeah. why I can talk about it now. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because it's like, look, man, I can't go back and erase that crap. Yeah. It is what it is. It's yeah, in history. Right. It's written. It's done. It is. Yeah. And that was me. Absolutely. Yeah. I made a lot of bad decisions. Yes, I did. But if my story can help another guy figure out how to make one next good decision. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a paradigm shift. Yeah. Or maybe a series of decisions. Yeah. Or the fact that I just listened to him. Maybe he decided to still be a douchebag, but the fact that I just, li- I just still listen to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, give people that that opportunity. Yeah. Because yeah. I so wish I had it in more people than the few that I had it in. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it but it happened when everything exploded. I wish I had it before the explosion. Yeah. Because yeah. maybe there wouldn't have been, been one. A, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was fascinating for me to listen to you. I, I didn't know you well. In yeah. those days, I started to know you, but you, right. you were uh, you were open in a very guarded way in those days. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you were you were, um, you know, um, evasively transparent. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and um, and I, I looked at you a few minutes ago as, as we're listening to that thing, and uh, you know. When David asked you, "Okay, mad, sad, glad, or afraid?" What's yeah. pushing you? And you nailed it. I mean, it was yeah. it was mad and afraid. It was fear and anger. Right. Um, and then to see today, um, you know, it's wonderful to have this gift of comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the few times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you, now you have weathered some very scary seas in the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. But you're not. I, I, it amazes me. I, I don't see you driven by fear. You, I see you experience fear, but I don't see you driven by fear right. anymore. Right. Mm. Um, and I don't see that anger just simmering under the surface any longer. Yeah. Um, and and I and I've got to, you know, I've got to, I've got to think that that's due, in, to uh, the process of maturity, to the fact that you did not. Yeah, it was so wonderful that you did not choose to walk away from the church entirely. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, it was tempting. The, yeah. It was always tempting. And the fact that you then allowed other people to speak into your life, and the, the fact that you have then allowed yourself let God take your, as they say, take your mess and make it a message. Right. 
the fact that you're now, you know, publicly a screw up, you're now could be a safe place for other yeah. screw ups and unadmitted right. screw ups. And yeah. You've stepped into that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to see how God has really blessed you uh, with family and. Yeah, I mean, there are going to be you're going to, you're going to live. Uh, everybody's going to live with the consequences of what went down. But right. But even in the midst of that, I see beauty in your domestic relationships now, mm-hmm. and in your marriage to Selena. And, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot <laughs> in all that, man. Um, I've I've learned how to be vulnerable now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, before I was just transparent. Yeah. 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 Um, or you know, I let everybody look in. Yeah. On my terms. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where now, I'm inviting you through the door. Yeah. And yeah. say, hey, if you feel like you need to move that flower pot, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, you want to yeah. cook something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm inviting some rearranging of things. Yeah. Um, of course, with the trusted relationship, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. not I'm, just I'm, anybody. Not just anybody, but I'm yeah. I'm allowing and asking for. Uh, someone to come in and push back yeah yeah um, I'm, I'm seeing even the comfort comes faster in in vulnerability yeah. than it ever will with transparency yeah it's it's harder it's, it's a harder sting up front yeah yeah, yeah. With vulnerability yeah 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 but you get to a, a good place much faster yeah yeah and the transparency it just kind of lingers and be kind of playing and bobbing mm-hmm. and weaving and letting people in on your own terms mm-hmm. and at some point you kind of get to the, the good fuzzy feeling yeah if you get there, yeah, but it feels better along the way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but with the vulnerability, I'm kind of enjoying the sting because yeah. I know I know I can feel better at a faster rate. And, yeah, um, <clears throat> there's a lot you said that I could talk about, man. I mean, I, the, the the fruit of that situation, not only just meeting with guys and families, um, how it's how it's transferred over to my family life. Yeah, um, the way I do community now. Mm-hmm. Um, with people, and um, I don't do shallow mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny. Uh, I guess here's one thing that uh, I'll bring up. It's funny how God can use a situation like adultery and bad decisions, just basically basically being a douchebag, can can turn that situation to resolve another issue in your personal life. Wow. Hmm. Something that I mentioned. But I didn't. Re- I kind of evasively mm-hmm. was transparent about it. The anger part. Yeah. The anger part um, was the worst element of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really dealt with vengeance yeah. and vengefulness and getting people back. Yeah. I have a bad history of you do me wrong. I'm gonna come close to taking you out if I can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I mean, it goes back to to grade school years, mm-hmm. um, and it's flirted uh, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. It's flirted. Uh, no, I ain't even flirted. It's been even regarding illegal mm-hmm. type of behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I know most people. It's, it's one of those deals where you hear people say, "Man, if that ever happened to me, I'm gonna do such and such." Mm-hmm. I didn't talk it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And took care of business. Yeah, and there were there were there were multiple times where I operated in that space, and in, in this particular space with my ex and, the, and and all that, 
all this stuff was being worked out mm-hmm. of me. And through and since that 18 month interview yeah. and and since then, that vengefulness has been worked out. Yeah, uh, it's it's brought it brought it to light for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It re- I realized that a lot of what I was doing then was rooted in that. Yeah. Because um, when when you're like that, you don't give a rip, man. Yeah. Right. Um, about who you hurt, how you hurt them, who think what, why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and to the point, man, it was it was so deep rooted in my heart of that that vengeful spirit was in me. I, you didn't even have to know it was me. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would get a kick out of getting you back, and you didn't even know who it was. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. And that is completely awful. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. And so through the through this process, it allowed me because there were several days upon days upon days upon days where I had bad thoughts about what I wanted to do to certain people mm-hmm. that were involved in this equation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to daily make that decision to walk away from it. Walk yeah. away. Regardless of what was done to me, what was right. said about me, who yeah. did what, when and why, it I was faced with that decision. Yeah. Do I do what I feel? Yeah. Or do I walk away because walking away and handling it with love, responding with how Jesus tells us to respond. Mm-hmm. Like that man, that well somebody like me, if anybody struggles with that, you know, it is hard. Mm-hmm. Somebody slaps you. Somebody does this and that mm-hmm. and the other. Does this to you, and they turn around and and love them. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So, through all that, the resonating thing for me out of my adultery, my crazy behavior, and my divorce, the vengeful side of me is is the the prominent mm-hmm. uh, sin spirit, yeah. whatever you want to call it, thing that was really taken care of isn't that amazing but it has nothing to do with with the sexual stuff right right yeah. that that's that's the headline sin that get that's the marquee thing that's what people are paying attention to <clears throat> right yeah so what people are paying attention to so um and of course what was kept me and i asked well how did you you know just flip the switch well it wasn't just me yeah um every time i was faced with a tough decision do i act in that mm-hmm. that thing uh i had people around me yeah who i told what i was struggling with yeah. Um, you know, whether it be my wife, my parents, my sisters, yeah. my brothers, brother, brothers, Samson guys, yeah, you yeah. name it. I, I told people because yeah. there was an accountability in that because that secret life to me, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But me and whomever I chose to get involved in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. that was it. And so for me to tell people, that was a sense of accountability to yeah. to do right, yeah. to act right. Because now I'm like, well, hell, everybody knows now. So right. I can't I can't just still go start doing stuff. Yeah. People know. Yeah. So that began the practice of making good decisions and making good decisions wow. and making good decisions. So yeah. um, it was le- letting it out. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, man, I mean, it's, I know you got a, a question, Newton. No, oh, I'm okay. just listening. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, well. If you guys haven't figured out, uh, I, I'm Mr. X. My name is Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I, it's interesting, man. I've um, I really wasn't sure what I would say. Yeah. You know, on on this on this particular interview, um, outside of the fact that since then I have noticed a lot of a lot of progress, but also a lot of work that needs to be done still yeah. in me. Um, I'm happy to say that I can respectfully. Um, res- respect all parties involved in my story. Yeah, hmm. that I can, I can love everyone that's involved in my story. Yeah, 
regardless of the role played, ex-wife, yeah. pastors, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I respect them. Yeah. Um, I love them as people. I love yeah. them as God's children. I, yeah. I you know, um, I, I've, I've made a choice to, well, here's, here's what I've, I've told a lot of folks, especially about the, the pastor. Yeah. I, he was a really good friend of mine, mm-hmm. and I missed the guy. Yeah. And my situation caused a division. Yeah. He didn't do anything to me. Yeah. Um, however, since then, I have grown to respect him more because regardless of regardless of, of how he felt personally, yeah, he stood for what he felt was right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I happened to disagree with it at the time. Yeah. I happened to not be on the same page. Yeah. However, I have to respect a man who will stand for what he believes in and do it even to a close friend. Yeah. yeah. Even to someone that is hurting him while he may be doing it. Maybe he was, I, I would think, because of a relationship, he may have been yeah. bothered by the fact right. he, that it went this route. I have to respect that, and I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, because one thing that I kept asking, you know, asking God, man, how do I start over? Mm-hmm. And it was one word, love. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and there, there's no condition to that. There's, yeah. there's not, right. well, love the new people. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. right. <laughs> no, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. will we'll repent. Yeah. And, and love. And, yeah. And I've seen the fruit, man. Yeah, I, I've seen the fruit, and uh, my co-parenting relationship with my ex. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen the fruit in the fact that I have shook hands and hugged that pastor. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, when my girls were getting baptized at his church. Yeah, wow. I attended, and we saw each other, and we gave each other a big hug, and yeah. told each other how much we, how much we miss each other. Yeah, that's good. We're we're friends on Facebook. I yeah. mean, I know right. today that's a huge <laughs> deal. Well, you know, um, I've. Uh, you know, my relationship with my girls is stellar. Yeah. My kids, that is. Yeah. And um, my their relation, my kids' relationship with my now wife, yeah. Selena, is stellar. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I selfishly say this, but it's an observation that I've made, other, other people around us have made, mm-hmm. that even how crazy my circumstances were and my girls to live through that, mm-hmm. Our girls are very healthy compared to even some families that have a two-parent home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's not something that I'm going around patting myself on the shoulder. I didn't even really know. Like mm-hmm. all I know is that I knew that I knew that we had a pretty functional co-parenting yeah. relationship and all this and that. But I'm just so blessed, man, to have you know my wife to be a great stepmother to mm-hmm. to the kids and and it, everything's just amicable. You know, yeah. it's it's. You know, and of course, there's things we're always working on, but it's always going to be a thing where we're just trying to, you know, kids get older, dynamics change, you know. Right. So, and, and that comes with the territory of of raising yeah. kids in two different yeah. homes. Yeah. yeah. And I and I accept that. Yeah. And but I really do believe that our, you know, my life, my marriage, my relationship with my children, my my particular home that I'm over, mm-hmm. uh, my my friendships outside have really been the fruit of me changing my perspective mm. of how I view the mother of my children. Yeah. yeah, how I view um, 
the you know the pastors and the church and the people that would attend the church. Yeah, I really believe that's it's it's the fruit of that man. Yeah, you know, I can't I, I'm not hanging on to that bitterness and hate and who did what yeah. to win and why. Yeah. You know what, life's too short and I want the best for all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I will hope they will want the best for me. And yeah. guess what? If, and if even if they don't, I still want it for them. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's beautiful. So. Yeah. Well, listeners, we'd love to know uh, your reaction to this uh, very honest. Uh, th- and th- thanks again. I mean, it was courageous for you yeah. four years ago to yeah. answer very pointed mm-hmm. questions. Yeah. And, uh, and very generous of you to share that story again with the listeners of this podcast, yeah. uh, Mondo. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to know uh, what... Uh, <clears throat> thoughts this provokes in your mind if you're a listener to this podcast so if you've got a statement to make or a question to ask uh, shoot us a line will you mm-hmm. at samsonpodcast at gmail.com yeah. or piratemonkradio at gmail.com yeah. we'd love to hear from you or if brevity is your thing hit us up on twitter we've had some guys doing that lately that's pretty cool that's right yeah. ongoing conversation kind of things sweet yeah, yeah. okay yeah. at Pirate Monk Radio. At, at Pirate, Pirate Monk, Monk Radio. Radio. Okay. Radio. Super. Yeah, man. So, so you know, it's, cool. and I apologize for all of our uh, guys and gals who have been listening for four years <laughs> and <laughs> have heard my voice. And I know a few times have been requested, like, you know, what's Mondo's story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Mr. X is his story. There and, it is. Uh, and, and, of course, today... I will go by Amand Mondo Grimes, and, uh, <laughs> and, and here I am, you know, butt naked in the flesh, brother. Uh, <laughs> just to point out, Mondo uh, is actually butt, butt naked, naked in the flesh <laughs> in the studio. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Normally, that's Aaron's role. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was, yeah. that was good, man. Yeah. All right. And I, I want to point out real quickly, as as we listen to the to the interview, um, and David is asking you some. And, tough questions in your reaction while he's asking you like while you're listening to it yeah god what a dick why is he asking me that <laughs> you know um that's a silas conversation yeah that's a course and consequences conversation yeah and and for new guys new samson guys or guys that don't have a silas or kind of wondering how do i get to know the guy i'm silasing or how do how do i share that yeah back the podcast up 45 minutes and listen to that interview yeah because that's a loving, caring, open conversation. That's yeah. Yeah, very much a Silas type of conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I know a lot of guys are like, well, okay, I know what a Silas is, but what do you do? How does it yeah. work? Like, how does it work? That's yeah. a good yeah. place for it to start. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right, well, I think the time has come for us to say goodbye. So, uh, on behalf of uh, Mondo and Newton and Aaron Porter and our executive producer, Jay Spiegel, this is Nate Larkin saying goodbye until next week. We'll see you then here on the Pirate Long Podcast. Yeah,